Turn, if you would, in the book of Hebrews. Hebrews. Last Wednesday night of 2023. 2024 is just right around the corner. Bang. Going to be here, ain't it? Hmm? And so, uh, uh, looking forward to serving the Lord and more in 24, right? Hey, I just did that right there. Not bad, huh, for a beginner. Serving the Lord more in 24. And uh, so, uh, y'all keep smiling. I need smiles. Okay, all right, that's it, okay. Uh, without them, it's, it's, it's tough, isn't it? So, uh, just, uh, just, uh. Keep on keeping on for Jesus. Amen. Hebrews chapter number 10. The problem with opening up the Bible is trying to decide where to start and where to stop. Because there ain't no good spot to start or stop. You just want to read it all, you know. But uh, for, for time's sake, we won't, won't do that, of course. But uh, I will share several verses with you. But I want to kind of focus, beginning with chapter or verse number 19, I'm sorry, chapter 10, verse number 19. Uh, the Bible says, Having therefore, brethren, boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way which he hath consecrated for us through the veil, that is to say, his flesh, and having an high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promised. Now listen to this. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good work not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as you see the day approaching. Heavenly Father, we're thankful for this day and for your many blessings. We're thankful for our church, for the folks who have made their way out tonight. We pray that you'd uh, just bless them for being here, Lord. And uh, bless those who have been a part of the service tonight, the ones who have sung and Played the instruments, dear Lord, we pray that you touch them and be with them, dear God, and just be with our church as we go into 24. Uh, be with Brother Josh and his family. Uh, bring them back to us soon, Lord. Be with Josh Prince, Lord. Uh, we did not mention him a while ago, but he's on our heart. We pray that you be with him, touch his body, and heal him, Lord. And uh, just be with everybody that's sick. There's a lot of sickness going on, as you know better than we do. And uh, we're just asking you to, to lift people up encourage people and cradle them up and hug them in your arms dear lord and just uh, let them feel the love of jesus as we approach a new year we thank you lord for all you do in jesus name amen and amen so we've got boldness to go into the throne room of the most high god uh and that's something that was not a uh, part of life years ago it Back during Moses' day, they had to go talk to the priest and let the priest do the talking to the God for them. Uh, they had to go to the priest and offer a sacrifice yearly. We'll go back and read here in a minute. They had to do it every year. Every year. 
because the blood of animals will not wipe away sin, but the precious blood of Jesus Christ will wash away our sins. Amen? And that's the only thing, and that's the only way that we're going to make it to heaven, isn't it? It's through the blood of Jesus. And uh, aren't you glad that he made a way? I mean, that, uh, that, uh, that sacrificing thing, that must have been a mess, you know? You ever think about that? That must have been a mess. All the animals and you slaughter them and blood everywhere. And How many of you have ever been to a slaughterhouse? It ain't no pretty sight. Hey, huh? Come on. It ain't no pretty sight. It ain't no pretty smell, let me tell you. It's bad. And uh, that had to have been kind of what it was like, Cleef, you know, back in the day. And, uh, uh, but God made a way that his son, he sent his son, Jesus Christ, to be sacrificed one time. One time to wipe away all sin. All sin. He didn't leave none of them out, did he? All sin. And by doing that, he gave us access to the throne of God. Uh, I can fall on my knees right here and talk to God. I can talk to God in that little GMC scooting up the road tonight. Amen? You can talk to God in your little Chevrolet scooting up the road tonight. Amen? Uh, you get back in your house, you can talk to the Lord. Uh, it don't matter where you're at. You always have access to the Lord. It's like used to. We didn't, have a, we didn't have a phone everywhere we went, did we? But now we're tied to them, aren't we? Amen? And that's good and that's bad. But we can talk, we can get a hold of people when we need to most of the time. Of course, when you really need it, it don't work now, does it, right? But that's just, that's just technology for you. But, but that's kind of the way it works with God, too. I mean, we can access him at any time whatsoever. Night, day, weekends, he never closes. He's always there. He's always ready. He's always listening. He, yes, I always got a signal. Amen. That's right. Five bars all the time, right? Amen. And <laughs> I like it. Absolutely. Uh, and he's, he's always ready, isn't he? And, and he answers us. Uh, sometimes we don't get the answer we, we think we want, but we get the answer that's best for us uh, because he provides that answer. And, uh, but, but it was all through Jesus Christ that we were given this access. Uh, back before then, the doors were kind of locked, Ed. Uh, nobody could go in but the high priest. And again, he did it once a year, and he sacrificed these animals. And, and then the people would go away, and they still remember those sins. They weren't washed away. They were forgiven, but they weren't washed away. But Jesus, when he came, he made a way not only to wash them away, but he said, I'm going to forget about them. Forget about it. You know, right? Come on. Forget about it. It's gone. We have trouble on our end, amen, remembering them. And you, you approach God with it, and he says, forget about it. It's gone. Once you ask for forgiveness, it's covered by the blood of Jesus Christ. Uh, with him and through him, we can do all things. Without him, we really can't even breathe, you know what? We can't do a thing without him. But I want us to go back and read, uh, well, we'll probably read several verses. But that's okay, I think, I hope. Let's go back to chapter 9 and verse 27, and we're just going to read right down through chapter number 10. Part of it anyway. 
Uh, Hebrews chapter 9, verse 27, the Bible says this, And as it is appointed unto men once to die, but after this the judgment. So Christ was once offered to bear the sins of many, and unto them that look for him shall he appear the second time without sin unto salvation. Chapter 10 says, For the law having a shadow of good things to come, and not the very image of the things, can never with those sacrifices which they offered year by year continually make the comers thereunto perfect. For then would they not have ceased to be offered. Because of that, the worshipers once purged should have no more conscience of sins. But in those sacrifices, there is a remembrance again made of sins every year. For it is not possible that the blood of bulls and of goats should take away sins. Wherefore, when he cometh into the world, he says, Sacrifice and offering thou wouldest not, but a body hast thou prepared me. In burnt offerings and sacrifices for sin thou hast had no pleasure. Then said I, Lo, I come, in the volume of the book it is written of me to do thy will, O God. Above when he said, Sacrifice and offering and burnt offerings and offering for sin thou wouldest not, neither hadst pleasure therein which are offered by the law. Then, he, then said he, Lo, I come to do thy will, O God. He taketh away the first, that he may establish the second. By the which will we are sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. And every priest standeth daily. Now listen to this. This is good. Every priest standeth daily ministering and offering oftentimes the same sacrifices, which can never take away sins. But this man, Jesus Christ, this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down. <laughs> Done. Finished. Sat down on the right hand of God from henceforth expecting till his enemies be made his footstool. For by one offering he hath perfected forever them that are sanctified, whereof the Holy Ghost also is a witness to us. For after that he had said before, This is the covenant that I will make with them after those days, saith the Lord. I will put my laws into their hearts, and in their minds will I write them, and their sins and iniquities will I remember no more. Now where remission of these is, there is no more offering for sin. Having therefore, brethren, boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way which he hath consecrated for us through the veil, that is to say, his flesh, and having an high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water, let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promised. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as you see the day approaching. During the Civil War, there was a soldier who lost both his brother 
and his dad to death on the same day. He wanted to see the president to plead his case. He was given a pass to do so. He went to the White House but was told by the guard on duty, you can't see the president, young man. Don't you know there's a war going on? And the president is a very busy man. Now get away, son. Get back out there on the battle lines where you belong. So the young soldier left, very disheartened, and was sitting on a little park bench not far from the White House when a little boy came up to him. The lad said, soldier, you look unhappy. What's wrong? The soldier looked at the little boy and began to spill his heart to him. He told of his father and of his brother being killed in the war and of the desperate situation at home. He explained that his mother and sister had no one to help them with the farm. The little boy listened and said, I can help you, soldier. He took the soldier by the hand and led him back to the front gate of the White House. Apparently, the guard didn't notice them because they weren't stopped. They walked straight to the front door of the White House. They walked right in. After they got inside, they walked right past the generals, right past the high-ranking officials, and no one said a word. The soldier couldn't understand this. Why didn't anybody try to stop him? They reached the Oval Office where the president was working, and the little boy didn't even knock on the door. He just walked right in, led the soldier in with him. There behind the desk was Abraham Lincoln and his Secretary of State, looking over battle plans that were laid out on his desk. The president looked at the boy, then he looked at the soldier, and he said, Good afternoon, Todd. Can you introduce me to your friend? Todd Lincoln, the son of the president, said, Daddy, this soldier needs to talk to you. The soldier pled his case before Mr. Lincoln, and right then and there, he received the exemption that he had desired. Because of Jesus, we have that same direct access to God. Amen. Ain't God good. Serving Jesus more in 2024. Amen.